Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 11 of the Ready to Go show. Today, we're going to be talking about funding. How do you fund your, 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 your passion? Are you making money doing what you love to do? I've read a Mark Schaefer blog, you know, I do that a lot, but this particular one kind of like left me conflicted. I wasn't sure how I felt about it. It was called content under attack and then there was a solution and the content under attack part had to do with videos being uh, moved over to Facebook uh, without any attribution and all that and people who are on YouTube who make a living doing this were losing the income that they would normally make on YouTube. Then he kind of went over to the blogging side and mentioned, well, maybe because you know people are stealing blog content and scraping it, putting it on their site without attribution, maybe this is a way that you know you can make money. And my question was, should we ask people to sponsor us? Uh, is isn't blogging as marketers what we do for our own marketing? So I'm going to open up that question to the panel today, and we're going to discuss. Uh, specifically, how do you fund what you do? Uh, and we're going to discuss uh, Patreon, uh, that, that the application that asks people to give you a dollar a month, five dollars a month, up to a thousand dollars a month. So uh, welcome everybody and let's chat. So BL, how are you today? I'm great, Ray, and it's a beautiful day in New York, freezing cold, and um, particularly cold in my house, which is why I'm bundled up. <laughs> Glad to be here and see you all. It's a it's a, we have our first snow that stayed on the ground today. Ooh, uh, really? And it's brisk. So I, I was listening to some seasonal jazz music before I went into the green room. So it was, uh, yep, it's that time of year. Brandy, how's it going? Well, it was cold in Georgia this morning. I mean, it was the first uh, morning I, that I think it hit 31 at my house today. So we're having a cold course. It rebounds real quick. I think it's supposed to be 70, mid-70s on Thanksgiving Day. So we ours don't last long. So. What is that, though? That's so bizarre, right? <laughs> yeah. It froze last night, and I think it's going to be mid-30s tonight. And then I think tomorrow night it's back in the upper 40s or something. So yeah, we're getting 60 for Thanksgiving. This is global warming. <laughs> yeah. uh, Scott, how is the weather out west? Well, you know, it's always cloudy in Seattle, so I couldn't, uh, and, and today is no exception, so I couldn't be more pleased. <laughs> and, uh, you know, 44 degrees, it'll get down to freezing, but, you know, it, it'll be okay. It is, that, it is that time of year, though, you know. Well, it is. And uh, speaking of that time of year, you'll notice that Jess isn't with us today, and she's on the road doing Thanksgiving traveling, which I'm sure there's an awful lot of other people on the road with her. So guys, uh, we'll start. We'll start with the with the actually the applications. I wasn't aware of this application. Uh, I don't know where my head was because evidently everybody else was. Uh, Scott knew about it. Biel knew about it. Uh, about Protein, um, and it's it's an interesting. And I'm going to mention this to some of my artist friends because I don't think they know about it as well. But you know, it's an application that allows fans and readers to give a little back, kind of a stick. Uh, Kickstarter for people, and uh, they say uh, podcasters, online show hosts, webcomic artists, musicians, bloggers, and other creators can make a regular living by having their fans subscribe to them by making monthly payments. Do you know anybody that's using this, and how is it working for them? 
I do know a few people who are using it. Um, I know Zara Altair has been using it for several months. I have not found out how it's working for her, but the person who uses it, who I bet is successful, is Sue Anton, and she is a violinist and songwriter, and she, she plays like an angel, and what she does with it is she has specific content that's only for her Patreons, mm -hmm. and she has public content, but you know, as a blogger, I don't see it. I mean, there's just so so much competition for eyeballs as it is. And, you know, yes, we all have our loyal audiences. Um, you know, I think that if you look at the open rates on your newsletter, you'll see it's the same people every time, uh, almost. And I have people who've been open in my newsletter for the past 15 years. You know, uh, a new person shows up every once in a while. But I make money on my blog with advertising and promoted posts, and I... You know, I said to you before, I can't pay the rent with it, but it's better than a poke in the eye, and I bet it's more than I would make on Patreon. <laughs> oh, okay. Anybody else want to? Well, you know, when I, when I was active with my blog, and I have not been, uh, and, and this plays into to why I do not, uh, and I took a, took a stance that, you know, well, this is, I can either, I can either do this and give my time and show some love and, and what was I doing? It was basically self-gratification. A lot of people read it and got, got good following about it. Or I can devote that energy into, you know, my consulting with my, uh, I got a handful of clients. I can use that. And then the other time I can pull back to myself and, and take care of myself. So, I mean, I've always, I never, I never intended to, as, as BL said, I never paid any any writer and I did I, my purpose was not to put any advertising on my blog. That was my choice. You know I don't have anything against anyone that does that, uh, but I agree with what BL says. I mean if you look at the plethora of content, business related content, marketing content, advertising content out there, you're competing with everyone. I mean and if someone thinks that their work is that good. And they're 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 following their fan base will pay them a, you know a, a, a nickel for it then great uh, go ahead and go forth I'm, I wouldn't do that because there's okay. you know it's easy at the fingertip to find whatever I need to find and I wouldn't I mean I don't I, I can't think in my mind and I've been in marketing a long time uh, I can't think in my mind of somebody that I would pay for like a newspaper subscription for them to feed me just their thought pattern all over and over again. But I couldn't think of anybody I would pay either and uh, you know you asked about is this for gratification I, I do get clients as a result of my writing and I always have and so I look at it as you know in, in my opinion it's, it's as much a sales tool as, as anything else and I think if you want to know whether you should hire me you would look at my blog. I, I totally agree with that. So, you know, but are you going to pay me to look at it? I just don't think so. Although before I had a blog, I had a newsletter with essentially the same content, and I charged $350 a year for that, and it was printed, and, and I had, you know, I had 1,000 subscribers, so times have changed. Scott, go ahead. <laughs> There's a difference for Patreon between, you know, for a blog and then for an artist. Uh, you know, the, the, the whole idea of Patreon isn't that you're, you're paying them so that you can get... Uh, you know, a steady stream of, of music or art or something like that. I, at least from my perspective, the things like Patreon are, I want to be able to support you. So it, it's more of a moral uh, thing. It's more of a, um, 
it, it has less to do with the content and more to do with the relationship and, and making uh, some sort of social social um, statement. Uh, you know, I've got something written down here that Utopia is uh, that Patreon is a Utopia machine, and the, you know the whole idea is that it allows us to crowdsource the uh, patronage uh, system so that even though we're not all super millionaires together we can lift up those artists that we we want to support the most so it's it's not so much you know I'll give you money and you give me something back it's I value you so much in society I'm going to support you well, there's a design I had actually shared on the event page. It basically shows the kind of things that, that, that are being uh, on that site. And video is, is definitely, by far, it seems that, that the majority of stuff. But there's web comics, uh, podcasts, visual art. Uh, other, I'd imagine maybe that would be include blogging, because I did a brief search of the site, and there are a number of bloggers on there. Yeah, it's, there's, for me, again, it's creative. And I was, I was wondering if... Then maybe people use it, like maybe Mark suggested in his blog, as, as kind of a gratuity, you know, as a tips in appreciation of your service. There are two people I, I support on Patreon, and it's at $1 a month. And, you know, I emailed him and I said, please don't be insulted. I, you know, I can't afford a lot, but I wanted to give you some moral support. And, you know, I think that they appreciate it. Go ahead, Randy. Well, I was going to say if it was if it was and, and Bill mentioned uh, a violinist or, or you know a musician and we've all heard the the terms you know starving artist right uh, some guy that's trying to sell a painting and and he's sharing it or a, 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 an up and coming photographer or an established photographer you know and he, there's some way that they're sharing something out there that their creativity's there um, paying for just a you know uh, uh, an everyday blogger not uh, and I don't mean that disparagingly at all but just paying for for content that is written to stimulate thought about you know a business and how a business is or what do you think about Facebook and what about this to pay for that type type I, I just don't I just I don't, I don't you know it doesn't it doesn't give me any warm feeling to that I would say oh yeah no, that's worth it that's worth you know, five dollars or or a dollar even, as Scott. Ah, well, there's an interesting twist on it. For instance, if for instance you know that because things are free, they tend to be devalued. So, what if somehow you could market yourself or promote yourself and convince people to do this, go on the site and sponsor you? Do you think by doing that you would create a more loyal following because they paid, they've given you money? Perhaps they would stick with you more, and they would definitely read your stuff more, and maybe read less. I think, I think once people start, once people start paying you, okay, then you become a slave of the dollar, right? So they're going to demand more and more. And but this goes back to another issue, and that issue is the whole idea of scraping content. I, I was at a conference where I sat next to this guy who claimed to be one of the black hat. Um, scrapers of the world, you know, the biggest content thief on the planet, and he said, Google knows about it. He said, they just don't do anything about it. You know, so part of the problem is that, that our content is so easy to steal. Part of the problem is that Google doesn't want to do anything about it because we're little guys. But in terms of getting content paid for, look at the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal, the, the major big players, and how many different ways they've tried to get you to pay for their content and how much it really doesn't work. And now everybody wants to be in the news business. And so Facebook, for example, as Mark said in his post, uh, you know, they're just 
taking the content uh, from news sites and instead of sending you to the news site where they would see your ads and the rest of your content and maybe subscribe, they're publishing the whole article. So it's a no-win situation for the little guys. You know, I don't think you can compete with Facebook. And you can't, and that's and that's is that's proud problem because all these sites now, LinkedIn and Facebook, want you to put the content there. They don't want to link to your site anymore. So they're doing what they can to dissuade that, making it either physically impossible or just awkward or whatever. And so that even takes away any kind of, like, if you have ads on your site, if you're not getting people to your site, you're not going to be making money. And so you're right, you're right, BL. It's it's a no-win situation. So what do we do? Do we well, have to now put our, do we have to put our hat out and ask for donations? Twitter sends people to your site, but Twitter just screwed up in a big way by taking away share counts from the share button. So what's gonna what's the, what's gonna drive people? Right, your question: Do we drive? Do we ask for money because they're taking our content? What's gonna take people away? Those that live on Facebook and get their news, the New York Times scraped articles. What's gonna make them come over to your site if you're charging and they can get it free over there? What? Right, what's the they're deal? not gonna. Well, and, and, and and too, another thing, another thing to think about mentioning New York Times or you know the the Chicago Tribune or any of these papers, right? When you get that, when you get that paper, either digitally or hard in your hand, there's there's multitude of authors in there about multitudes of subject matter, current events, world events, everything and all that. And you're so you're consuming a lot, and that's that's the internet, right? Consuming a lot. So if you it, it, like like uh, uh, Scott said, he had two two people that he supported. Well, I don't know if they're he didn't share if they're both same subject matter, but possibly two different things of interest to him that that's there. There's plenty of business people out there that I enjoy very much that never thought about charging. Well, occasionally they write a book, and if it if it entices me, I'll pay for the book. If I want that. I'll pay for the book. Well, that's been done a lot, right? Crowdsourcing or uh, uh, book writing. I mean, I think Ryan Hanley did that, and a number of other people have basically funded their book through either a Kickstarter or like program. Yeah. Well, I know that that's that. Okay, I've got I've got a certain band from the '60s, '70s that I've just you know always loved and everything. They had a on-road photographer that that traveled with them for 25 years. He did a crowd crowdfunding thing to raise money to publish his entire library of photographs and make a, a coffee table book, right? Mm. My cost for that book, $65. That's 25 years of this man's work. Now, I don't know how many books he's going to sell, and I wish he sells a, as many as he needs and becomes a multimillionaire. I don't care. But I got the entire catalog of his work for $65. Wow. Last forever. Well, that's a little scary to me, but, but one model that I see in major media is you go to a site and it says you can read 10 articles free this month, and then when you get to the 11th, they say, please subscribe. So perhaps that's a possible model, you know, but I mean, who's going to subscribe who isn't already your reader? Does How that reset every them? month, Mio? Does that reset every month so you get 10 free ones every month? Uh, I bet it does. Yeah, yeah, it does. I, yeah. I, there's a number of there's a couple of sites that I, I I go on regularly in my reader and and it does it presets every month. So well, the ones comes, they, give, they give you yeah. three quarters of the article and you get you know that's great to read this. Yeah, that's <laughs> my book, yeah. my new book for free, but the last chapter you have to pay for. <laughs> I like that model. There's a good one. Well, there, there's, there's, there's a new model. model. That, 
that does bring up something too, and, and, and let's bring it back to the social media marketing area. Uh, uh, you know, uh, just a short time ago, let's just say two years ago, everybody was talking about you had to give it away free. Mm -hmm. yeah, if you're not giving it away, if you're not giving it away, you're not, you know, you're going to get beat. So, what changed? Well, content simply cannot be free, and I think people have come to realize that that, well, rational people have come to realize that that's true, but, you know, this is not a new thing. I mean, you know, go back to the 60s when where you lived was supposed to be free, where you were supposed to, you know, steal this book and take what you want, and, you know, that just doesn't work as a model for pretty much anybody except maybe the people who are stealing the book. And that's why I said with my personal blog, I took a sabbatical and a long thought period to think about. Well, do I want what? What? What's my goal with this? You know, I, I, do I need to to feed my ego with likes, shares, comments, and things like that, or do I take my knowledge and use it with clients and make money with it? Well, but see, I blog because I love writing, and I love. I mean, yeah. I, 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 there's nothing I like better. If I could sit and blog all day, I'd be so happy, you know. So I, I have never looked at it as a money source, other than as a source of, you know, it's my storefront on the internet. Well, if you love you doing what you're doing, why should we pay you? Aren't we just? We're just allowing you to. We're just allowing you to do what I you think, love to do. I think that I think that Potter that throws that fancy coffee mug. Loves what he does too, but he's not going to let you have it. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. But that's kind of that's funny, you know. But you say that, and and having come from you know the the theater and performing world, uh, you'll be amazed how many people look at musicians and artists and think, oh, they're passionate about what they do. They have to do. They have no choice. They, they they're driven by what they do. So why should we pay them? Why does the, why does the street musician wait tables? Yeah, why does the street musician open his guitar case in front of him when he's playing tunes freely? And Exactly, but okay. So if you see a street musician, and I and I often drop in loonies and toonies in there, but uh, um, oh, that's uh, one dollar coins and two dollar coins for him. <laughs> uh, in in there, and uh, and we and, and, no, and we have no pennies in Canada, just so you know. Um, but yeah, and I often do that. But then you say, okay, I saw this guy outside the, the the subway, and now he's got a CD, and I should pay for the CD. And I'm thinking, oh, he gave it away for almost free. Da, da, da. There's a whole bizarre kind of value thing that we have, you know. Well, like I think, a plumber, I think you're always trying to make a buck. And, and you I have no question paying a plumber because you see he's fixing your pipes. But then if you're going to, you know, an artist is painting, is expressing himself. So well, why should? Sure. What you're describing is uh, uh, the basis of the universal law of reciprocity, uh, Ray. And by that, it is I'm going to play something in the subway, and you're going to be so grateful to me, you're going to financially help me out. Well, if let's say I'm doing that, I have to be able to complete the equation. It's not enough just for me to do something that you're going to be grateful for. There has to be a call to action, and then there has to be some way and it's up to me to decide how to do it, that you can then reciprocate. So Randy was saying, it's great, give away lots of free content, but then if you write a book, I'll go ahead and buy the book. You know, that's the vehicle by which you can complete the universal law of reciprocity. If I, if I do everything in the world and then I don't write that ebook, then is it my fault or Randy's fault that he doesn't give me money? It's my fault, right? Isn't that that Vanderchuk uh, philosophy? Is basically give them so much that they feel obligated to to buy, 
and 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 not necessarily in a bad sense. I mean, it could right. be. I mean, this this is love. This is how this is how things go. I do things that make you feel good. I I, I make the world a better place. Uh, you recognize that as well. We're we're on the same wavelength, and we support each other. What's the matter well, with that? Biel said, you know, that like she loves to write. She she works her patootie off writing her blog, but she has also picked up a few clients by that. I mean, that's her storefront. Mm -hmm. So that's what mm -hmm. she does. I mean, that's what I think. That's if if you if you really peel back the onion, onion, and you start talking to any of these bloggers about these social media bloggers, they're trying to make some money, either to try to try to have somebody invite them to come speak and pay them a hundred bucks, or they're trying to get something some kind of consult with somebody. I mean, that's why they're doing it. They're building their brand to become somebody, right? It's the sales funnel. You know, you need to get attention and then get interest and then desire. And then after the desire is there, you go in for the for the sale. So there's nothing wrong with being at the top of the uh, sales funnel. It's just that some people aren't very skillful at it. And they, 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 they spend all of their time at the top and, and they just don't quite make it down to well, what about the ones that what about that. what about the one well okay I guess what we're talking about though what about the ones Scott and panel that are skillful at it mm -hmm. and they've gotten down there and they've done all this other stuff but then they start sticking their hand out and saying wait a minute up here at the top of the sales phone once you start paying for that too well the trend that that Scott's also involved in and that you know I think that that we all should be looking at is is creating courses to share the knowledge and you know a lot of people sell those courses for ten dollars but uh, you know you get a hundred people taking your course for ten dollars you've made some money so there has to be you're absolutely right Scott if you don't write the ebook if you don't create the course if you don't you know create the the way for people to pay you that isn't anybody else's fault but your own and this is the trend and you know those of us who do hangouts already know how to do that sort of thing so you know why aren't more people doing it they're busy trying to get money from their blogs I, I, <laughs> I don't know well, I, that, that's, well that's the question that I'd ask because I mean I, I, in any who who writes a blog I mean I'm sure there's people that 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 do sponsorship blogs that make money and they've got 15 different blogs where they're writing about products and things like that they get in, you know some kind of pennies for something whatever that, that, that and they can make a probably pretty good living off that if that if what they can see see is a pretty good living but who is not writing a blog that has some kind of other element to their income that that you know they're consulting Scott Scott you know he creates video uh, he works with video and, and cuts and dices and slices that he charges for that service right you charge for those things as BL said she she consults she sets up websites she sets up video things she does this but that comes at a fee her blogging is an introduction to that you know, if you're not thinking of okay, if you're just sitting around blogging and you're you haven't had come up with a plan, or your plan is I'm going to get my blog so big that I'm going to put a little ad on it and start making money, uh, somebody sold you some snake oil. So, what's the motivation for someone to do this? For to go onto a site and sponsor you? Uh, does it depend on what you know? Well, I'll leave it to you. What what kind of motivations uh, do people have to give you money? Because you're solving a problem that they have, they've got a pain point, and 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 by virtue of of your doing what whatever it is, you're relieving them of their pain. And if the blog post itself is not the platform 
for that or it's not the space, you know, then you know, you have to move them into a one-to-one -one relationship with you. Or you've developed that one-to-one -one relationship via the blog. In other words, you've you've you you say you mentioned Mark Schaefer. Mark Schaefer is notoriously good at answering his comments on his blog personally. He gets on there and he follows up with just about everyone. So he develop and he gets to know I mean I read through his comments, you know, and he goes, Hey so and so it's been a long time since I've seen you. He call he recalls that stuff. So he has that personal connection. So you build up a fan base that yeah, you know, they they're they're willing to to give you some coin for that. So that again that going back to the kind of like the tip situation where your motivation would be to acknowledge that you enjoy what that person's doing, therefore you say, "Yeah, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to help support you because I kind of like what you yeah, do." Another because... little thing that we didn't get to, but how does that play into guilt? If you're a non-payer and you're a payer, you know, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> National Public Radio model. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Should marketers be looking at this as as a way of subsidizing their 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 lifestyles, their their work? No. I think it can't hurt. You know, it might help. I mean, I don't think it's a successful approach, but um, it, you know, I don't know if it's working for anybody, but it can't hurt anything. Why not ask? I'd lots. I say go for it, but I, I there again, I would. I mean, if you're if you if you have some celebrity, you've gotten yourself to some celebrity, you know, it it might be a quick quick uh, infusion of some 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 money. Or, or make, you know, I don't know how much. SBS, you know, she don't has no. <laughs> I, I would be willing to bet you it's not going to pay the house payment for a month. But anyway, um, but if you're if you're a if you're just a, you know just one of the everyday bloggers out there, it's not going to. I don't I don't see it helping you very much. What's interesting, uh, Randy and BL and Scott, is that we we live in a very insular kind of environment here, us, us, we marketers, we digital guys, you know. Uh, and, and the reality is that, because you know Michelin, Michelin book from Montreal, she has the book, the business book club uh, on, on as a hangout. The, the fact is, not that many people read business books outside of people in marketing. And so all we talk about is marketing to other marketers and uh, and so really, and there's so much information for marketers out there. You're right. It'd be very difficult to make a case for help me provide you with more marketing information. <laughs> you know, I mean, there's certainly no demand issue. Yeah, I mean, just issue, just I mean. just crank it up. I mean, type in business on on Google. You know, <laughs> see what. Well, you know, I, I think you, you you could also give us a little bit of a break. Uh, historians are going to look back on this period of time, and this is, I think, true for HOAs and, and for blogging as well. The first year, it's the shiny new object, and we're all excited about it. Randy, this is what's happened with Blab. And then the next year is, okay, now let's let's hone our craft. We'll, we'll get skillful at it. Then the third year is, now that we're skillful at it, how can we turn it into money? And the fourth year is, oh my God, we can't turn it into money. What now? And then we go on to into something else. <laughs> we can't turn it into money because that's, 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 that's a good analogy there. <laughs> that's perfect. <laughs> you see that a lot. And I mean, I think there was, you know, any of these platforms that come along, that's what we tend to do and everybody rushes. I mean, I don't bitch about Facebook. Seems like a lot of people bitch about Facebook because they change this, they change that. Yeah, I don't own Facebook. You know, I mean, it's not mine. So no, exactly, I, they let me go over there and play in their sandbox all the time. But they've got some rules. They got some, you know, some some boards there in, to keep the sand in the box. And I understand that. 
If I Facebook is about advertising to promote your content. That's but all. But you know that. You know yeah. that. Well, that's why I don't spend a lot of time. Well, but but oh. see, Facebook did that, right? They weren't always a pay-for-play. They started out and they hooked and they went, hey, good for them. But that, we all know that. It's all shaken out. All that whole free social media stuff is all shaken out. Now, we're, you know, <laughs> what's interesting, because I was reading an article. Let me just get this out of my face here for a sec. Uh, what was interesting <laughs> was an article, and I realized, you know something? Because all the content we put on these platforms, we're giving them. I mean, yeah. literally, we're giving them. It's theirs yeah. now. Quit they, giving it to them. They control it. And we're just siphoning in our personal stories and our content, and we're giving it to them. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and and social media. This sort of it reminds me, you know, the, in the hippy dippy days when we thought, oh, this is the way we're, we're going to bring the world together, you know, and and uh, through through social media and stuff. It's a business. And but so it Facebook did bring the world together. It, it did. did. I, okay, take take Grow Blog, uh, uh, Mark's blog. I subscribe to that, so it comes into my mailbox, right? That's how I read it. I see him posted on Facebook, but I don't typically link to it. Now I might occasionally comment on his link or somebody else where they shared it about that blog, but I read it from his email that he sent. Okay, Brandy, I'm going to stop you there because we have to continue this in the blab. Now, join us on the blab. We're going to be there in uh, 13 minutes. Uh, it's at blab.imrayhills, and we're going to be continuing this conversation, and who knows what turn it'll take. It could go anywhere. Today's co-host is... Me? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Is BL. Of course, the, the rest of the guys are going to be joining us as well. So thanks, everybody, for joining us. I hope you got something out of this. And if you want to, you can go to Pro... No, never mind. I haven't opened the page yet. Uh, so, so we'll see you next week. Next week will be our last week of this season. And uh, we're going to try to come up with a really fun topic for you. So send off 2015. Take care. Bye-bye.